Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Off in the Yes is a podcast focusing on the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. I'm your host, Stu, and on today's show, one car is running away with things in GTD, while another puts a halt to a GTD Pro competitor's domination. Well, at least for now. Here's everything that you need to know coming out of IMSA's GT Challenge at VIR. Entering the VIR weekend, Corvette Racing was 169 points behind the leading number 14 Vassar Sullivan Lexus in the GTD Pro Championship standings. There's been plenty of chatter in recent weeks with Corvette and Pratt Miller mostly surrounding the new car that's going to be coming in 2024 to the WeatherTech Championship, along with some team announcements that have gone with it. And those stories kind of overshadowed the championship deficit that Corvette's in in the GTD Pro class. As a matter of fact, as they enter the VIR weekend, it would pretty much require them to have a perfect weekend in order for them to stay in the championship hunt. Meanwhile, in the GTD class, which was the only other IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship class present at VIR, it saw an even larger championship gap at the top. The number one Paul Miller Racing BMW entered the weekend with a whopping 205 point lead over the number 27 heart of racing Aston Martin. Now, not only was the Aston Martin facing a large championship deficit, they were also facing a pretty significant BOP hit that IMSA had applied to them going into this weekend, and man oh man, in the race did it ever show. Before we jump into the on-track action though, there are a couple of notes to mention off-track. First, there was supposed to be 20 cars that were on the grid for this race, 15 in GTD and 5 in GTD Pro, but unfortunately the Andretti Autosport Aston Martin withdrew at the last moment, so there were only 19 cars with 14 of them being in GTD. Also, Ben Keating clarified a recent announcement from United Autosports on who his full-season co-driver would be. Next season, Alex Quinn will not be his full-season co-driver. He will just be competing with the team in the Michelin Endurance Cup races, as he has done this season. Keating's actual full-season driver-pairing announcement is expected to come in the coming days. And Kevin Estra will replace Lawrence Vantor in the number 9 FAF Motorsports Porsche for the season-ending Motul Petit Le Mans at Road Atlanta. This comes after Vantor was drafted into the Porsche Penske Motorsports GTP lineup. And this is not Estra's first crack at the WeatherTech Championship. It is his second race of the season, however, after he previously took part in the Rolex 24 as part of the number 77 Wright Motorsports entry. All right, on to the race weekend, and it started off with a toasty one on Friday, and while there were no red flags in the practice sessions, there was a notable incident to mention. The number 79 WeatherTech Racing Mercedes caught fire in the pits during the final minutes of the practice session. The car sustained damage, but Denny Ukadea, who was in the car at the time, was able to escape without injury. There wasn't a ton of damage that was sustained to the car. Thankfully, the crew was able to make the necessary repairs through the evening before the next session the following day. And one of the sessions that was the following day was qualifying. Jack Hawksworth in the championship-leading number 14 Vassar Sullivan Lexus put that car on pole yet again. He was followed up by the number 79 WeatherTech Racing Mercedes, driven by Danny Ucadea, who had to say they recovered pretty nicely from their... Uh, incident on Friday. And rounding at the top three was the number three Corvette Racing entry, 
driven by Antonio Garcia. The championship leader in GTD also claimed pole honors with the number one Paul Miller Racing BMW, driven by Madison Snow taking the class pole there. Aaron Tielitz followed up in the number 12 Vassar Sullivan Lexus, and Laura Spinelli in the number 78 Forte Racing by USRT Lamborghini rounded out the top three. On Sunday, when the race got underway, the number 14 Vassar Sullivan Lexus had a very nice start off the get-go, built out to a nice bit of one-second lead in the opening laps. Meanwhile, the number three Corvette, again, started by Antonio Garcia, made pretty quick work of the number 79 WeatherTech Racing Mercedes as they overtook them for second place on lap three. Just a couple of laps later, though, on lap five, the number 92 Kelly Moss Porsche, driven at the time by David Brule, had a hard off into the tire barriers and would bring out the race's first full-course yellow. After a bit of a lengthy cleanup, there was debris thrown all over the track. The race would get underway with about 2 hours and 15 minutes to go. Just like they did on the race's start, the number 14 got off to yet another solid start, being able to build a bit of a comfortable lead on the Corvette. Meanwhile, in GTD, it, there wasn't really a battle at the front for the lead, but there was a battle with the number one Paul Miller Racing BMW getting around the number 79 WeatherTech Racing Mercedes as well for third overall, and not just in the GTD class, but third overall in the race. However, it wasn't that long after the restart that trouble began to brew for the number 78 Lamborghini. After qualifying in third, they ended up losing power with an hour and 55 minutes to go that saw them stop on the entrance to pit road. They were able to get the car back going. They did do a quick pit stop and got back out there. Shortly after, the first round of pit stops would follow as minimum drive time had elapsed for the GTD competitors, but it wouldn't take long for trouble to strike yet again for the number 78, and this time in a much larger way. It was reported that the car was experiencing both electrical and ABS issues, and unfortunately for them, the car locked up hard, they slid right into the tire walls hard, and Misha Goyberg, who was behind the wheel at the time, was okay. However, this would bring out the second full course yellow of the race. A hectic start to the race almost got a little bit more hectic, as light rain actually began to fall during this full course yellow period. However, it would not be significant enough to cause any real issues on track, and would go away shortly after. The race would resume with an hour and 20 to go, and the two GTD Pro contenders would start to duke it out for the lead in their class. However, don't forget about that number one Paul Miller racing entry. They were right in there as well. There was a moment they were going down the long straightaway, and there was an opportunity for the number one to make it three wide. They thought better of it and backed off. A nice late breaking maneuver by the number 14 actually allowed them to maintain the race lead over the number three Corvette, and they would ultimately hold on to that lead until the final round of pit stops came around. You see, on this final round of pit stops, Corvette opted to do the undercut. They came in one lap earlier than the number 14 Lexus, and this, combined with the Lexus briefly stalling on pit road, allowed the Corvette to just narrowly take the lead as the number 14 was coming out of pit road. It was super, super close between the number 3 and the number 14, 
Coming out of pit road, it's kind of a miracle that they were both able to keep it on the track and there was no contact made, but this would be the critical moment in the race. As Jordan Taylor, who was driving the Corvette, would be able to pull out to, I would call it a, a fairly comfortable gap between them and the 14 and hold on for the class victory in this one. With the win, Corvette Racing keeps their GTD Pro Championship hopes alive, as they would beat out Ben Barnacote in the number 14 Vassar Sullivan Lexus, for the class victory. I'll talk about exactly how those point standings look in just a second. Ben Barnacote would bring the number 14 Vassar Sullivan Lexus across the line in second place, just about two seconds off of the Corvette. And the number nine Faf Porsche rounded out the GTD Pro podium. Actually, Faf had a rather eventful race themselves. They got together with the seven, number 79 WeatherTech Racing Mercedes and that during the second half of the race, Number 79 had to come in and they lost a couple of laps repairing some damage. Faf, they sustained some damage. They were not competitive for the rest of this one either, but they did manage to hang on for a podium. In GTD, Paul Miller Racing absolutely dominated. They led 77 of 81 laps en route to victory. This victory was their fifth GTD class victory of the season, which is a new IMSA record, and it leads a 1-2 BMW sweep in the class. 12 seconds behind the number one BMW, of course, Madison Snow and Brian Sellers, was the number 96 Turner Motorsports BMW. The number 97 Turner Motorsports BMW was very, very close to making it a BMW sweep of the GTD class podium. However, the number 57 Windward Racing Mercedes was able to get them just in the final couple of laps there to sneak onto the podium. We'll get into the championship standings and what all of this means for them in just a second. But before we do, there were a number of support series races that I want to touch on from this weekend. Robin Liddell and Frank DePew of Revel Rock Racing were able to squeeze out a bit of a fuel mileage thriller in the Michelin Pilot Challenge race. They were able to pick up their second win in a row, large, in large part thanks to a late race restart that actually left them with one lap of green flag racing to go. They restarted third, but were able to overtake the number 96 Turner Motorsports BMW, as well as the number 39 Peregrine Racing Porsche, just before that car would run out of fuel. It also came with a little bit of controversy though, as Liddell actually bumped out of the way the number 27 Lone Star Racing Mercedes on the final lap. IMSA would ultimately rule that there was no further action needed, but worth mentioning that. And in TCR, it was the number 17 Unitronic JDC Miller Motorsports Audi of Mikey Taylor and Chris Miller that went to class victory. In VP Racing Fuel Sports Car Challenge action, it was a weekend sweep of the LMP3 class by B.O.I. Garg for Junior 3 Racing. Meanwhile, in GSX, Francis Scheldorf took race one victory for Turner Motorsports, and Gregory Lafouge took race two for Stephen Cameron Racing. In my opinion, the best races of the weekend were in the MS x5 cup series that saw a wild race one finish with nate cicero ultimately pulling out the win there it was a three wide dash to the line with the top three separated by just about nine hundredths of a second and fourth place was right there too the top four were separated by about a tenth and in race two a wild sort of last lap crash i guess you could call it took out a bunch of the leaders but when all the dust settled and Michael Carter was given a penalty 
as a result of causing the accident. It was Jared Thomas who finished second actually in race one that was named the winner of race two. And in Lamborghini Super Trofeo, Danny Formal and Kyle Marcelli, well, they have yet to be stopped this season. Their undefeated season continues as they swept the weekend in that series. Coming back to the WeatherTech Championship point standings in GTD Pro with the second place finish, it sees Vassar Sullivan lose a little bit of their points lead, but they have 3,165 points. That's a 144 point advantage over Corvette race. Meanwhile, in GTD, the championship gap widens quite a bit more as Paul Miller Racing has 2,996 points. That is 375 points ahead of the number 27 Heart of Racing Aston Martin. Now, as VIR comes to an end, that also means that we're done with the GT-only rounds of the WeatherTech Championship. And all five classes are going to return for the next round out at Indianapolis for the Battle of the Bricks. With the season winding down, there are plenty of announcements coming out about where drivers are going to be racing, what classes teams are going to be competing in next year. So you want to make sure that you're subscribed on your favorite podcasting app so that you don't miss out on any of the future episodes. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Off in the S's or also look out for us on YouTube. Just search for Off in the S's. Also, a big shout out to all of the Patreon supporters. If you too want to support the show, then you can go to patreon.com slash Off in the S's. Once again, though, thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone has a great race weekend. It doesn't go Off in the S's.